0: Across the blue skies Straight in a straight line You can't get here fast enough Buy the truck and fire it up Lean on the gas and off the clutch Leave Dallas in the dust I need you in a rush We kick off our number two of the program it's brought to you by the Knoxville TVA Employees Credit Union Check them out online at tvacreditunion.com Become a member. It's the official credit union of three and out. For good reason. Their customer service unmatched. About to have a new uh, location open up, too. We'll be mm. telling, telling you about that uh, this week. So stay tuned. Knoxville TVA Employees Credit Union. If you're looking for uh, services a bank can provide, they've got you covered. Local credit unions around here are, are the best. And we love the Knoxville TVA Employees Credit Union. All right. Moving forward, Houston. What do we do? With, I mean, Wednesday against Vanderbilt, like, we've kind of, I mean, everyone's kind of chalking up that as a win, right? But, I mean, you are going on the road mm-hmm. to their weird-ass gym. Yep. And sometimes weird places make for really bad shooting nights. You can't really shoot it worse than they did,
1: Mm-mm.
0: you know, at home I on mean, Saturday. I mean,
1: don't, I don't want to challenge them to shoot worse. Right. But you're probably right. Um, I don't want to see it.
0: Vanderbilt defeated Ole Miss 74-71 mm-hmm. on Saturday. They snapped their three-game losing streak. It was a good
1: bounce back after that one hundred one to forty-four loss to Bama.
0: Yeah, Kentucky, Texas A&M, and Alabama had all beaten Vanderbilt in a row. They uh, they have won one, two, three SEC games now. At home, wow, four total. They were able to beat Georgia on the road. Their best wins over Arkansas. It was at home. Best uh, SEC win, probably their best win overall. So uh, yeah, I'd I mean so. this will you know this is they're not going to make the tournament. I mean this is going to no. be their their Super Bowl, and we're going to be everybody's Super Bowl for our, for a minute. That's what happens when you get when you're the top ranked or one of the top ranked teams in the conference.
1: They also got Liam Robbins back. Oh. He's kind of a problem. Okay. 7 foot, 250. Mm. Pretty good player. Just saying. Just saying. Kind of dangerous.
0: Do you th- We we talked about the whole big guy thing. Do you, did we did we score did we score really well against Texas just because they don't have, like, big guys inside? Like, is that is that part of our problem is when there's a team with a big guy hanging around the rim?
1: Considering Olivier Cuma went for 27, yeah, I'm going to go with that probably being a big part of the deal.
0: Castleton for Florida, uh-huh. we can't score. Broom for Auburn, we can't score. Um, I, I just... And I think, I mean, this happens to teams that are, that are poor offensively. Teams get better and better at scouting you throughout the season. They get better and better sure, at yeah. determining yeah. How, you're, how you score and, and slowing that down. And, and that's, that's one of a couple different factors that lead to teams not scoring that much in the tournament sometimes. And these games turn into a grind. So, you know, that, that that's what worries me as we kind of project forward. I, I mean, obviously, I, th- I think we'll play better on offense, but I still worry that when we get against good teams, have a good scout with a good plan and a good big guy, it's going to be really tough for, for this team to score a lot of points. And I mean, we play a good team, I feel like they're going to make a few more shots, and that might spell trouble. As we uh, look back, though, to Saturday and kind of bounce around the top 25 and other SEC matchups, uh, Indiana did beat Purdue at home, 79-74. Mm-hmm. Purdue uh, suffers their second loss on the season, both in Big Ten play, as uh, the Hoosiers got it done. Uh, Taven Jackson's brother went for 25. Zach Edie was <laughs> went 33-18 and in that game.
1: Yeah, he's pretty good. Mm-hmm. I've decided. I've decided he's officially pretty good.
0: You know, if Tennessee had looked really good when they beat Florida and uh, and Auburn, might have been number one in the country.
1: Yep. Know? No, you would have been. You would have been. If you'd just beat Florida and Auburn, you probably would have – I mean, you're going to jump Purdue. I guess you, you might be, get right. jumped, but I don't think so.
0: Mm-hmm. Well. All right, to the phone lines ago, go. Big Orange Valley phones. we got Matt on the horn. What's up, Matt? You're on three now.
2: Oh, what's going on this morning, guys?
1: Oh, just talking some ball.
2: I had to fight through the old pink eye over the weekend. Yep.
1: Yeah. How'd that go?
2: It went pretty good. I watched the game with one eye, which is probably uh, kind of wish I had it in the other eye. I ain't going to lie.
1: Yep. Yep. This would have been a good one to um, just be done with.
2: Nate, is pink eye a thing you just you get as a parent at some point? Uh I mean, yeah, I my wife I, on my pillow. I think I
0: had it once with kids. I don't I don't think I've had Pink Eye more than like twice in my life. Hmm. I don't think I don't think it's gonna be that common for you. You you should
2: be alright. Yeah, I'll be good. <laughs> um man, I'm gonna I kind of feel a little different this morning, guys. I'm looking at this on a more on a positive note it was an ugly game but i'm going to go back to what i said and i've been saying as long as they keep playing defense i'm i'm fine because it's going to give us either a chance to be in the game to win or we're going to win the game Mm -hmm. if i start seeing teams throw up 85 90 points on us that's when i get worried and obviously that's just not happening and i shooting I think can fix itself. I mean, this we're we're going through a slump just like every other team in college football does, or college basketball does, and we're still finding ways to win. You got to give them credit for that, big time credit, because that's a game. You know, I don't even know if Bruce wins a game like that.
1: Well, it was interesting because it it was what they didn't do against Florida. They started missing shots against Florida, and then they started feeling sorry for themselves and not playing great defense. And then Florida goes on that late run, and you end up losing by double digits. In this game, they did stay locked in defensively, which is good. But man, I, I just I'm just really surprised at at how yeah, just offensively how not that this was ever going to be you know hundred point a night team, but they've they've shown flashes at times where you think oh, okay. Yeah. You know, what, what was it? Was it 81 against Texas? Like, okay, get in the 80s. You're going to win a lot of games with this team if you can get to the 80s. Mm-hmm. I didn't think 46 would be a magic number against Auburn, but it was.
2: Well, there was some stat that was thrown out a few weeks ago. Like, Tennessee, if they score 70 points or more, they're like 10-0 or something. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, now that's – you know, it's it's weird. It's hard to get a pulse on this team. It is. When a team's when they're shooting as bad as – bad as they are and it's that bad to watch and that was I mean that was the worst game I think I've ever seen that was atrocious Uh, and I watched full condo ball and that was worse but they won I mean I'd rather them get this crap out of the way now I told you guys I'd rather them lose a couple of games now if they're going to and just lock it in get your shooting slump out of the way now and pick you up your three or four seed and roll through the tournament because this team is not you know I want the higher seed, but I don't know, guys. This team's going to play good defense against anybody in the country, and if we can just shoot semi-hot, we can beat anybody in the country. So, you know, the problem is—is—is is is you guys were talking about a second ago, Nate. If we go up against these taller guys and these leaner defenses, that's where I think we have issues—is getting our shots off that are contested. Because I mean, man, Auburn played some damn good D too. Yeah, they did. So, and we're getting everybody's A game, Nate. You said that. We yeah, are. we are. We're, we're, we're everybody's national championship, and we're still winning. So this team, this is a damn good basketball team, I think. Um, they're not flashy, but they're scrappy and they play a hell of a good D. So, I mean, I don't know. What are y'all's thoughts? I mean, it, they
0: don't have. This is the thing. They don't have to even be that good on offense. You just can't be this bad.
1: No, and it's like it's it's so weird. Like, what are we talking about today? If the score was eighty-three to eighty, right? I mean, I'm not knocking this team, but the offensive problems need to get addressed. Yeah. But the good news is you can score forty-six points and get a top twenty-five win. Like that's 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 the good news. Yeah. The problem is, what happens when you go up against a team that just gets a little bit lucky and hits a couple of tough threes? You know, are you do you have the firepower to kind of bounce back on the other end? And I haven't. Haven't seen that the last couple of games.
2: Well, we'll know in three games.
1: Yeah, yeah.
2: You know that's gonna because that, you're playing probably the best three point shooting team in the conference, and but that, that goes up against our strength though. I mean, we're the best three point defensive team in the conference. So, mm-hmm. you know, the, the, the glaring red flags for me, if there are some, and there are some, are the missed foul shots, the the stuff that you're just supposed to do. Like when you're shooting fifty six percent or whatever it is from the free throw line, you're going to lose in the tournament. if You do that crap. Yep. So, well, and just missing shots right, right at the rim
0: too. Like, mm-hmm. I mean, it's one thing yeah, to have right. a bad night missing three-point shots. I mean, that's it's yeah, it's, it's a longer shot, but like we 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 just Layups. miss right around the rim, yeah.
2: Um, I'm kinda, I want to. I'll get out of here, but I do want to. I wish guys watching on TV and going to that uh, stadium uh, arena, whatever you want to call it. I wish, man, that they would set those students at mid-court. The environment would be just so much better, and I'm kind of shocked that Danny's not done it yet or made an announcement to move something around because the, the students down underneath the baskets just doesn't do anything for the environment in the in the Thompson Bowling Arena, and it doesn't do any justice for that place on TV. That stadium is horrible to watch on TV.
1: Hmm. A lot of people wanting the students moved to to the court side. Yeah.
2: I'd probably get you two wins a year. We've Matt, only lost
1: one home game in three years.
0: We've only lost one. <laughs> like you can't, well, hey, you can't get two more. You don't lose any. You don't. <laughs> lose any Thanks for the call. See you, guys. See you buddy. Uh, I want uh, to. Let's. We'll chew on that a little bit more. On the flip side, stick with us right here on three now. I don't want to wait till Wednesday to play again. Welcome back, two, yeah. three, and out. <laughs> you just can't wait to watch that again. I, I need to. I need to get that out of my mind, man. I just. I guess. I guess it's all right. I mean, we're on the Wednesday schedule for the next two weeks. Really? Yeah. Missouri and then Alabama, are both on Wednesdays, and then uh, the short turnaround comes. With a road trip to up on Saturday and then two Texas A&M on Tuesday, so that makes a whole lot of sense. SEC games.
1: and there it is, the big orange screw. We should
0: have gone back to the. We should have gone back to the Tuesday this week, like to make mm-hmm. the road trip to Nashville. Yeah, this game should have been on Tuesday. Then put Alabama on Tuesday and then good to go. But whatever.
1: But bleep these kids. That's what the SEC said.
2: Mm hmm.
0: That'll nah, be fine. Oh yeah, I guess I don't know that. Like, I mean, everybody. I, I guess did you feel this way like when we were like, well, I mean, technically, I feel like we should be ahead of some of these teams for a one seed. It did feel that way when you look at it on paper, but when you watch the team play, like I, I haven't watched Tennessee play once this year and gone, yep, top four team in the country. Look at us
1: against Texas.
0: I mean, maybe if you like snip the games, like wipe your memory before. Okay. After, yeah. 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 That's fair. But like at no point during this season
1: has there been I, like four games in a has, row and you're like, damn, we're one of them. You has know, the, has we're the body there.
0: of work been like, yep, top four team in the, like when we beat Kansas and we were five and one, mm-hmm. the Kansas game was very impressive. But the way we had played in the earlier four games and the way we just are. I didn't say yep, top 4 team in the country. I was like I might have said yep, top 8 team in the country, top mm. 12, but not top 4. Uh you won all the the next 4 in a row. But like the Maryland game was nasty, it was yep. awful. Um so like I, you know, you played Arizona and you lost and they were good, but it went back and forth. So yeah, I mean at that point I think I was like, yeah, okay, we're we're up there, but I never thought top 4 team in the country. We won six or uh, five straight after that. But all those teams are garbage. Yep. And then, and so I never thought. Yep. Top four teams, and then we lost to Kentucky, and then we won the next four. And I guess that was the moment, right after the Texas win. It was like, well, maybe there's just not other good teams. Yep. Yeah. Maybe we're there, and then the Florida game.
1: And it is, it is a down year, right? Like right, there, yeah. you know, like yeah, that's what Philly said, I, and he's there. right. Then the metrics back that up. This is not a top-heavy class in college basketball this year, which should give me a lot of hope and reason for optimism.
0: It almost feels like though it. It makes it more disappointing that Mm -hmm. you're not – can't play a little bit better. Tennessee is now shooting 32.3% from the three-point line. That is 260th in college basketball. And what makes no sense to me is, like, you brought in Tyreek Key, Mm -hmm. a sharpshooter. That's, sh- that's supposed to be his thing. Josiah Jordan James got better. He was much better shooting the three last year than he was the year before. So, I mean, just holding that would have been good. Vescovy has gotten worse. Um, he's been hurt. I don't know about Zakai's numbers. I mean, he has a- he's playing a whole new role now. You haven't – like, Kamala has a good shot from out there, but you haven't, like, designed – it doesn't. It's it's an afterthought when he shoots one. Like no one's saying, "Hey, comma, we want you to take two threes a game, and let's see if you can make one of them." Because that, yep. if you're one of two from three, we just gained an extra, you know, point in this game than we would if if yada yada. You know, if they're gonna leave you wide open at the top of the key, we want you to take two to three of those. If you're wide open at the top of the key each game, a if you make one of them, that's better than our team percentage. If you make two, well, we're way ahead on scoring now. And if you miss all three, at least it forces your defender to now come out further so there's more space to operate around the basket. But I don't know that they even plan that way.
1: Well, it feels like we've seen less of that lately. Like, Adu hasn't taken a three in quite a few games. Mm -hmm. And he was good to take... Are they
0: coming out on him, though? I can't remember. I'm trying to visualize... No, he's
1: passed up a couple. Okay. I don't know if maybe Barnes has told him, hey, hey, we we don't want that, we don't need that. Yeah. But I don't... I don't... It just it just feels like such a bonus when those happen though, it's a time like a place thing, like such I don't, a lift.
0: I don't necessarily want that shot, you know, if you're like against Florida when we're down five with two and a half to go necessarily, where I, right. I, I want to grind and make sure we get, you know. But if good, we're up four lift.
1: nothing and Kamala catches it at the top of the key Draining. and it, yeah, let it fly.
0: Yeah. Well, hopefully that's what I'm sure that's what they'll go over. I I I would almost bet. I mean Rick Barnes' philosophy on shooting slumps has been just keep shooting, shoot more. Shoot when you're open. Take the first good look, and that's not a bad philosophy. I mean, mm-hmm. that's, that's, I'm not knocking that.
1: No, I don't. I mean, I don't know what else you really can do. I mean, tell them to make shots and let them keep shooting. That's really all you can do. It's just, I don't know. Just maybe every team goes through this. It just feels like it's just. When we do it, it is bad. And yeah. it seems like it happens every year. Mm-hmm. There's a couple of those games where you're just like, whoa. How are we this bad shooting the basketball? Is this the same team that hit 12 threes on the road at LSU? Like, it doesn't make sense. Think about that. We we 12. We shot almost 40% as a team on the road. We get in our own building, and it's like, man. Surprising. I'm not out on this team, but can we put it in the rim? Put it in the bucket, please.
0: Yeah, I mean. And, you know, Matt Matt may be right about the seed thing. I mean, I don't want to just pick a four seed or or a three seed over a one seed. Like, Mm -hmm. that's dumb. But I think his point is – if we're not that good anyway, like if we don't really deserve the one seed anyway, mm-hmm. let's play some of these tougher games. Let's let's go through those growing pains. Let's hopefully I mean, even if you lose a game or two here that you wouldn't have lost if the schedule was easier, let's let's force our team to figure out how to score mm-hmm. at least at a respectable clip. And then maybe by the time you get to the tournament, you can say, Okay, this is our best way to score, just at an average level and if the team can score at an average level for an ncaa tournament team if the team can score for three or four straight games for however many whatever your expectation is hell,
1: below average as long as the defense is still there if
0: they can score on average level and play this type of defense they can beat anybody and if they can do that for a few games in a row then boom Mm -hmm. you're 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 you know you're staring at, at you're in the sweet 16 trying to make the elite eight you win that game You're one win away from the Final Four. I mean, it's it's definitely doable. So, playing Vanderbilt, who scores and lets you score, playing Alabama, who is probably the ultimate test, definitely for our conference, but maybe even in the country for Mm -hmm. that, Mm -hmm. Um, and then playing some desperate teams and having to be the bully, having to be the team that says, no, A&M, you're not going to get a signature win against us to close out the season no arkansas you're not going to boost your resume even even at your place with a, with this game and auburn no we're going to put our th- foot on your throat and get the season sweep in your building to end the season like maybe this schedule is is kind of a blessing so i i don't know vanderbilt on wednesday oh we were supposed to talk about the uh, students we'll do that next stick with us mm. right here on three now Welcome back to three and out, hour number two. Monday edition, if you miss any portion, you can always check out the podcast. Hour one's up if you want to start there. But, I mean, I guess don't turn off hour two. If you're listening live, there's no real need. You can always just go back later. That's the beautiful thing about the podcast, you know? Yep. Uh Mm Mm-hmm. All right, so students on the sideline. I saw somebody, uh, you know, tweeting, like, a picture of Cameron Indoor and some Like, Mm -hmm. to put the students behind... Like in the crowd shot.
1: The scores table, yeah.
0: Behind the scores table. You have to take seats out, right? You can't just give them seats to sit in.
1: Hmm. Yeah, you'd probably have to do something there. Usually, Put in like bleacher seating yeah, usually or something. Yeah,
0: what they do is they, they take the seats out and they have like a wider standing room only type of thing. Yeah. And then the people on the first row of actual seats behind them kind of have to be raised up a little bit so they can still stay seated and see the game. Right. Because you force the students to stand up the whole game.
1: I guess the issue for me comes when, can like... Can
0: you even do that at Thompson Mall? Isn't there, Isn't that concreted in all the way down there? Yeah. So I don't even think you can... Unless, well, you, could, you, unless could, you just removed the seats and, right. like, put, like, a...
1: A bleacher seat. those Like, the plastic ones. That's what Florida has. Okay. Like, the... I think there's a retractable, but you know what I'm talking about. High school gyms have them all over the place.
0: Yeah, what I'm saying you can't retract there because no, there's no already no. a concrete. No, correct. I, I, think, I mean, you could I, if you I, go in and ripped it out. Oh well, yeah, like you did, like you did the Neon Stadium. Yeah. But I think what you could do is just remove the seats altogether, coat the concrete there in like uh, you know something that gives you more traction, basically, and then the, the students just have to stand on. Where those seats used to be, and then skip a row,
1: yeah. yeah,
0: and block that off somehow. I don't know, put some like box it, box over that concrete. So there's like a little, yeah, half wall. So Seems like that's what
1: everybody else has.
0: And then there you go. But some people said Saturday the students weren't even loud, even where they were, even for well, a, yeah, big, like, a big and, game. and that's
1: Bruce that's Pearl, kind of the tough thing. Like, game. is moving them going to make them be louder? Uh, yeah, I don't, I, don't I don't think so. I don't think so. That also look really bad when they don't show up and we have just empty seats behind. Because, like, the students don't come to a lot of those. Well, obviously, when they're out for Christmas break, they're not going to be in there. And then a lot of those earlier games against, you know, subpar teams, they they don't really show up in droves for that either. This feels like we're trying to fix something that's not really a problem with the hope that this would be the catalyst for our team making shots. I mean, don't get me wrong. I'm the biggest proponent of a great home court, home field advantage. I just don't know that this is it.
0: I don't – yeah. I I, I mean, don't we think they'd be more raucous if we were making more shots? Like, Isn't this a chicken and an egg type situation?
1: Yeah. I mean, it gets brought up every year. I've never seen it this – I've never seen this many people simultaneously – Tagging Danny White saying, move the students to behind the bench. I Mm -hmm. I just... Yeah, I think the problem is we're not playing that great. But we're playing well enough.
0: Yeah, I I mean, you would think that... I don't know why the start of the game Saturday wouldn't have been electric. Like, I understand if Mm -hmm. it kind of wanes once it's kind of a boring game. But it seems like... It seems like a lot of variables are all kind of combining to mm-hmm. create this situation. A, yeah, the the where the students are, the lighting, like Thompson Bowling's not a great TV venue. It's not bad
1: though. No, it's not bad. It's just
0: not. Other other schools have done a lot to make theirs better, and yeah. Thompson Bowling yeah. just kind of stayed the same.
1: No, didn't Matt say that last week? Like the way the crowd is lit, you right. can't really tell if it's a packed house or a rowdy environment. I I kind of agree with that but i don't know i don't like again that feels like a non problem that we'd be trying to fix oh it doesn't look good on TV. what do you well if they're loud does it matter i mean yeah i mean I, I don't did you guys know our student section was voted uh like fans of the year in college football i didn't know that so mm-hmm. it's kind of crazy i guess Football's just more exciting. I don't. I don't know. Well, yeah, we were really good for the first time in a long time. But they we'll moved. The, they moved those students a long time ago too. They I slid th- them into the the corner.
0: I think if football hadn't been as good this year, I think the basketball crowd would actually be more fervent.
1: I think so too. I think there's just a. Baseball, they're incredible, right? I mean, they go crazy. For well, they game. are till the end of the season when they go home for the summer, and then sure. they're just gone. Yeah, which is always kind of weird. But usually, by that point, we're hosting a regional or super. Yeah. So the crowd's going to be good anyway. But, like, the legends,
0: mm-hmm.
1: I mean, they're really good in, in the regular season. Until school it goes out, and then obviously they leave. I don't know with all the changes to the stadium how it affects the students. I mean. Should make it better. Yeah. I don't think. Well, I mean, they could, I guess, theoretically move them to, like, the outfield or something. I think that Old Miss, they're in the outfield. I think Mississippi State, too. I'm not sure about LSU guess we'll find out soon enough.
0: Wouldn't it be, I mean, for baseball, wouldn't you want the students down the third baseline right behind the visitors? You would think so. I mean, isn't that perfect? I mean, we can't really do that right now because our bleachers end there. Yeah. Well, currently, when I've been over there for games, that's where the visitor tickets are. Like right behind the dugout. But you could put the students the next section over, unless you think it's going to be like a problem, them being like one aisle apart. Mm-hmm. But even even further down, like once they get the redo done, like right now those bleachers are literally bleachers. Yes. It's not a great spot for students. But once it's all mm-hmm. you know, built in permanent down that side. It's a five year plan. Five year plan. God almighty.
1: <sighs> it's good though. keep Tony for five years as he as he watches the project continue to evolve. It's perfect.
0: Yeah, who said it'll be done just in time to bring Arkansas back here?
1: Hickman said that because yeah, yeah. that's something Hickman that's, would say. That's
0: true. That's true.
1: Hmm. So, I don't know. I remember when I was a student, and we hadn't been good at basketball forever. Then Bruce Pearl came in, and I did not care that we were, you know, right there <laughs> under the goal. Like that yeah. was, it was great just to be good. But now, I. I mean, don't get me wrong, like if Danny White announced right now we're moving the students to behind the scorers table, I'd be like, cool, great. I don't think that's I don't think that's the difference in winning game. I mean, obviously if nobody was in there, that's not as much of a home court advantage, but I don't think that's the difference in Oh, we'd have beat Kentucky if the students had been behind no, like I no.
0: Yeah, I don't either. I don't either. Would it be better? Maybe. But is it?
1: For certain games, it would look awesome on TV. It, I agree with that. Is it
0: changing the results of this season? No. I don't think so. And it makes literally no difference when you play the NCAA tournament where your home students sit at home games because there are none of those in that tournament.
1: They They bring some. The Taco Bell Student Center, Student Section. But they get again, like they get like 50 they're tickets. They're not at Thompson Bowling Arena. So no, they're where, not.
0: where where do they sit? Where do they stand in Thompson Arena? And where Arena? do they
1: always sit in the NCAA tournament? Behind the basket. Behind the basket, yeah. Like clockwork.
0: Mhm. Vanderbilt. Points. This is kind of perfect. You play like one of the worst defense teams in the league.
1: Are they the worst?
0: They are 186 in the country. And defense, uh, I'd have to pull up the net, an SEC list, but I mean that's pretty bad. That's pretty bad. I mean, who's a, who's another terrible uh, team? South South Carolina worse. Okay, like I figured that would be the case. Yeah, um, Ole Miss maybe. Let's check Ole Miss. Is
1: uh, mm, I feel like they're okay on defense. Ole Miss
0: is uh, they're better. They're ninety five.
1: I said okay. I didn't say good.
0: Yeah. Um, let's check Georgia. Georgia's one eleven, so they're better. Yeah. I mean Vanderbilt's the second worst team in the conference I'm guessing behind South Carolina at defense at the defense
1: the defense
0: the defense yep that's just where we are all right final segment back catch you uh, final segment hour two next Final segment, hour number two. Tennessee Vanderbilt uh, Wednesday. You're pumped. I'm excited, sort of.
1: I mean, it is just oozing I mean, out I, of you. I
0: kind of want to. What I mean, is this? I just because you, you, you want to burn the tape and move yeah. on to the next one? No, it's a I get seven that. Seven o'clock game on SEC networks. We got that going for us. Even though it's Central Time, we get it at seven Eastern. It's a pretty sweet deal. We'll take it. We just we just got it.
1: should be a nice home court environment for us. At least the crowd. Not so much the gym.
0: Yeah. Um other top twenty five games this weekend. Uh Alabama beat L S U on the road seventy nine sixty nine. Uh Arizona, Team Tennessee obviously played early in the season, beat Oregon State eighty four fifty two. Virginia Tech upset Virginia seventy four sixty eight, which in a in a that I'm sure could help Tennessee down the road. Uh, Virginia was number six in the country. Texas defeated Kansas State 69 66. Mm-hmm. So that's a big resume win for uh, the Volunteers. Texas was 10th in the country. Kansas State was 7th. So that's another team right there in that range where uh, that, that Tennessee is competing with in the bracketology stuff. Texas was down 36 25 at halftime, reeled off 44 in the second half to win the second half by 14 and win the game. You say by
1: 44 three. and a half? 44
0: and a half. Oh, they beat Auburn in the second half versus full game. And that's a team, you know, Tennessee beat. Now, Hickman's Iowa State Cyclones at home put it on the Kansas Jayhawks. Did you Jayhawks. watch that by chance? I didn't. It no. was a it was a beatdown. That's what I heard. Yeah.
1: I watched a lot of that game and it it was not as close as the final score.
0: 68-53 was the final and uh just yeah.
1: I think they led wire to wire.
0: So Kansas uh reeling there in the Big Twelve. Uh UCLA got a win over Washington State. Oh, sorry, they trailed 52. three to two
1: mm. and then never trailed again.
0: Baylor beat Texas Tech 89-62. St. Mary's yeah. beat Gonzaga seven. Overtime, Seventy right? in overtime. Yep. So that one went down to the wire. Now St. Mary's well in control of the West Coast Conference regular season at ten and zero. Gonzaga eight and two. Uh Marquette, who's fourteenth in the country, beat Butler, sixty to fifty-two. TCU was 15th. They went on the road and lost at Oklahoma State, 79-73. Oklahoma State getting the win over TCU. And then Xavier over St. John's, 96-71. Florida Atlantic. Is that not the team that was in? Yeah. So that's the 10 seed that would be matching up with Tennessee in the second round. They're the 19th best team in the country. Yeah, they – 10 seed. They – beat charlotte 67-52 they're 19th in the country yeah um miami beat clemson 78-74 two top 25 teams but uh miami 23rd clemson 20 miami gets the win on the road 78-74 and uconn beat georgetown 68-62 because everyone is beating georgetown they are now 6-18 and on the season 1-12 and in big east play
1: but they got that one they did get that over depaul
0: um, other games in the Southeastern Conference from unranked teams, you know, if anybody cares. Uh, Ole Miss uh, went to Vanderbilt, and the Commodores did get the win. We mentioned that earlier, 74-71. So, Vanderbilt coming off a
1: of W. Uh, yep, Liam Robbins back. Back. Got 19. 12 rebounds. He um, played against us in our first game Yeah, against Vanderbilt. He had 18. All right. but he's i guess he was out for a little bit i'm not sure what the injury was but he i think this was his first game back after a while and he looked uh he looked apart he looked pretty good
0: arkansas went on the road to south carolina and uh survived 65-63 the game was way too close for
2: arkansas
1: is not very good razorback fans i'm sure they are a very injured team Mm -hmm. Uh,
0: mississippi state beat missouri at home 63-52 big win for the bulldogs and big that's a tough loss for Missouri. It was on the road, though. Uh, 63-52, Mississippi State won that one. AM beat Georgia 82-57, and Kentucky beat Florida 72-67. Castleton had 25 points and eight rebounds, but it was not enough Jeez. for the Gators at Rupp Arena as uh, Wallace went for 20, and the Wildcats get the W 72-67 to round out your SEC schedule.
1: Big game in Durham though. I didn't watch any of that. Did you? I saw like the last five minutes. Okay, good for you. Yeah, good for you. It was uh,
0: it's exciting. Came down to the wire. North Carolina had a three in the corner with a guy that had made a bunch at wide open. You know, how sometimes though, it's almost worse when you're. Wide? I mean, he he oh, had yeah. hit like multiple threes in the game. I think they were they were down either two or three. Maybe three. They might have been down three. Was it Leaky Black? He gets the ball. I mean, it was off. I think it was after an offensive rebound. Mm -hmm. So he just ends up in the corner with no one around him. Well, he hit
1: one a couple possessions right before he was wide open, same spot. Okay, and they kick it to him. Yeah, but yeah, he's not a good three-point.
0: And he 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 was three of six that game. He missed it. So uh, Duke went on to win after that. They had to foul. I mean, it was it was like less than a minute left, I believe. Tuesday, your schedule in the SEC, Auburn at A&M, Ole Miss at Georgia, South Carolina at Missouri, and Arkansas at Kentucky. That's the 9 o'clock ESPN game on Tuesday. Obviously, Tennessee plays on Wednesday, 7 o'clock at Vanderbilt and SEC Network. Then uh, there's two 9 o'clock games. LSU-Mississippi State follows the Tennessee game, and then Florida is at Alabama on ESPN2 at 9 o'clock on Wednesday. So there's your midweek schedule for the Southeastern Conference. Whoa! What?
1: You know how, like, you listen to somebody on the radio, mm-hmm. and then, eventually, one day you see their face. Yeah. And you're like, whoa! Yeah, not what it I it just thought. happened to me.
0: Oh. Okay. Not
1: what I expected. Yeah.
0: That's probably what people say about us.
1: Not bad, but oh, not.
0: That's good. not,
1: not what I expected. They
0: usually say, you know, you have a face for radio and all that stuff. Okay. The, the jokes.
1: like Lavar Arrington I know what he looks like cuz he was uh, an all-world linebacker when I right, was like right. hitting my football prime. Mm-hmm. And by that I mean I was watching a lot of football. Yeah. Not playing. Your
0: formative years.
1: Do you remember that play? Who were they? Was it Minnesota where he dove over the center but he was he missed timed it and like yeah. got kicked out of the game cuz they were lo- they were losing to Minnesota like they were going to play for probably the national championship that year. It's funny but I knew what he looked like. Well, who was it? I don't know. I don't want to call somebody oh, out. Okay. You know, I didn't well, you said not bad. It was, okay. it was Jonas Knox, oh, okay. who does the morning show right, right before right. we come on. Uh-huh. I just, ne- i never, never seen a video of him.
0: Yeah. yeah. Sorry. Okay.
1: They're, so- they're, uh, they're live at the Super, this would be the weirdest thing to me. So they're live at the Super Bowl in Phoenix. hmm But their show starts at, like 3 a.m. local time. Yeah. So they're on Press Row. Yeah. And there's no one there. No one there. Just I mean, that. they got the stage and they flew them out there. And it's like, you probably could have saved some money not flown these guys out. I guess they can do some interviews like later like in the day the and record tape, them. Um, and for the but time, yeah, like I was listening on the way in and they're like, yeah, we, we got here and they were setting up the metal detector. Yeah. So we were waiting at the metal detector, and they were just like, no, 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 go, come on in, guys. It's yeah. it's fine. It's going to take us a minute, and we're not really worried. There's no one here any anyway. You right, right. Couldn't really cause any mm-hmm. you know, bodily harm to anybody. I just thought it was funny. hmm It's so like, here we are, Radio Row. Here come the cleaning crew with that big vacuum that you ride around on. Yeah, yeah. They didn't even have coffee out for me. It was just sad. sad. It would be sad to be there, you know?
0: Oh, I mean, it's a big Pro Bowl weekend. I we'll have to get into that next. Mm. Um, hit some NFL headlines. Well, hour three, right back at you.